Welcome to Keith and I Don't Tread on Anyone. This is a collection of quotes on the division of labor from economist Murray N. Rothbard and Ludwig von Mises. The crucial specialization of labor is not simply within a factory, as in Smith's famous pin factory, but ranges over the entire economy and forms the basis for all exchange between producers. The eradication of the division of labor would quickly bring about starvation and economic misery to all. The abolition of all structures of human interrelation would bring enormous social and spiritual deprivation to every person. All of us reap the benefits of the social division of labor and the capital invested by our ancestors. No one can fully develop his powers in any direction without engaging in specialization. The developing division of labor is a key to the advance of any economy above the most primitive level. A necessary condition for any sort of developed economy, the division of labor is also requisite to the development of any sort of civilized society. Without the opportunity to specialize in whatever he can do best, no person can develop his powers to the full. No man then could be fully human. Specialization is grounded in basic human nature. To the extent of the division of labor in society is necessarily limited by the extent of the market for the products. The division of labor is a key to the preservation of human life. One of the most important facts about human nature is the great diversity among individuals. Of course, there are certain broad characteristics, physical and mental, which are common to all human beings. But more than any other species, individual men are distinct and separate individuals. Not only is each fingerprint unique, each personality is unique as well. Each person is unique in his tastes, interests, abilities, and chosen activities. Animal activities, routine and guided by instinct, tend to be uniform and alike. But human individuals, despite similarities in ends and values, despite mutual influences, tend to express the unique imprint of the individual's own personality. The development of individual variety tends to be both the cause and effect of the progress of civilization. As civilization progresses, there is more opportunity for the development of a person's reasoning and tastes in a growing variety of fields. And from such opportunities come the advancement of knowledge and progress, which in turn add to the society's civilization. The division of labor, a system absolutely crucial to the survival of man in the age of mass population as well as to the full development of his faculties and abilities of every man. Specialization by each individual may have occurred for any one of three different reasons or any combination of the three. A. Differences in suitability and yield of the nature-given factors. B. Differences in given capital and durable goods, and see differences in skill and in the desirability of different types of labor. Exchange, a productive process for both parties, implies specialization of production or division of labor. 
The very fact of exchange and the division of labor implies that it must be more productive for all concerned than isolated autistic labor. Full-time specialization in a line of production is likely to improve each person's productivity in that line and intensify the relative superiority of each. In explaining the origins of society, there is no need to conjure up any mystic communion or sense of belonging among individuals. Individuals recognize, through the use of reason, the advantages of exchange resulting from higher productivity of the division of labor, and they proceed to follow this advantageous course. In a world of voluntary social cooperation through mutually beneficial exchange, where one man's gain is another man's gain, it is obvious that great scope is provided for the development of social sympathy and human friendships. It is the peaceful cooperative society that creates favorable conditions for feelings of friendship among men. The social relations formed by the division of labor tend to be permanent as individuals specialize in different tasks and continue to produce in those fields. The division of labor on the market increases productivity. Within the framework of social cooperation, every citizen depends on the services rendered by all his fellow citizens. Under the division of labor, the structure of society rests on the shoulders of all men and women. Every expansion of the personal division of labor brings advantages to all who take part in it. The greater productivity of work under the division of labor is a unifying influence. It leads men to regard each other as comrades in a joint struggle for welfare rather than competitors in a struggle for existence. It makes friends out of enemies, peace out of war, society out of individuals. Originally confined to the narrowest circles of people, to immediate neighbors, the division of labor gradually becomes more general until eventually it includes all mankind. Now the greatest accomplishment of reason is the discovery of the advantages of social cooperation and its corollary, the division of labor. Economic history is the development of the division of labor. It is by virtue of the division of labor that man is distinguished from animals. It is the division of labor that has made feeble men, far inferior to most animals in physical strength, the lord of the earth and the creator of the marvels of technology. Thank you for watching, Keith Knight. Don't tread on anyone.